Right on set. Rolling. Action. Action. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Enka and welcome back to another movie review. <laughs> Today's movie review is Hunting in Venice. Yes. The continuation to the amazing what's his name? Orange Her- Express guy. Her Hercule Poirot. <laughs> I don't know Hercule how to say Pearl. it in a, in a French accent. <laughs> Well, he's done the orange express. He's the character, the mm-hmm. the amazing Sherlock Holmes detective kind of guy from Agatha Christie novels. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of books about this one character. I'm not specifically sure if this movie is based on a book, but it most it likely is. yes, it mm-hmm. is. Okay. Well, we watched this movie a month ago. I thought Just it was say. beginning of this month. Beginning of November. Yeah. Yeah, around then. It's mm-hmm. still pretty fresh on my mind. And so let's just get right into it. Yeah. So this came out technically September 15th of this year. A while ago. Um, it's adapted from the book Halloween <laughs> Party by Agatha Christie. I see. Yeah. Um, I've heard some people say that it kind of deviated, but mm-hmm. that like the main plot and like who done it is still like relatively the same. But I haven't read the book, so I don't know 100%. Um, it did make quite a bit of money at the box office. Again, I don't have that number for what their budget was, but mm-hmm. it made one hundred and twenty-one point nine million. Wow! Um, which is more than the last movie that we saw. That's pretty good. But then again, I also didn't see many people saying that they were going to see this movie. <clears throat> so I think this is more of a cult following kind of movie because of Agatha Christie. Yeah, hundred percent. If you like the novels, you would go see the movie. We've seen all of these movies except Murder and the Orient Express. We have not seen that one. We saw which the the previous one on the boat. Yeah, what was that? The Nile. Murder the death on, on the Nile. Nile. Or death on the Nile. There you go. Um, but yeah, there was also a lot of people in this movie. Tina Fey was in mm-hmm. this movie. Michelle Yao. Jamie Dornan. Um, people I just did not expect to see again yeah, um, in cast. this movie. Um, in a very ensemble-esque, much like the other movies as well. Michelle um, Yao is the one from uh, Everything Everywhere All Once, Who won the right? Oscar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing actress. Um Although, isn't in the movie for very long. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, but the premise of this movie is, now retired and living in self-imposed exile in the world's most glamorous silly city, Pierrot <laughs> <Pierrot, laughs> reluctantly attends a seance at a decaying haunted palazzo. He soon gets thrust into a sinister world of shadows and secrets when one of the guests is murdered. Murdered. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah. This movie was... A really good movie to end the spooky season i think mm-hmm. it was more like a like a not necessarily horror i mean i've said this in all of our episodes for the past <laughs> week and eh, month mm-hmm. <laughs> but we watched a lot of horror oh yeah this movie was not even spooky it was more like a good time it was fun yeah i mean it did have a couple of spooks mm-hmm. to be fair but it was just fun and i knew it was gonna be fun because of the character hercule yeah. Um, we like his movies, and, and we also love, like, really smart detectives. We watched the whole mm. show of Sherlock Holmes with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. We love that show. Oh, yeah. Um, Death on the Nile was kind of all right. A, bit, a little <laughs> bit silly. More so, like, just fun for family mm. and whatnot. So we were going into this movie with... I don't know what kind of ex- expectations we had. Because we knew that... It could be silly because mm-hmm. of what we've seen in the past with his movies, but it could also be really mysterious because yeah. it completely deviated from it was just a murder. Because there 
could be paranormal activity. They could be paranormal. And throughout so. the whole movie, you don't really know if there is or if there isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, for most of it, you're like, so there is paranormal. And he's going to say, it is paranormal activity what's happening right now but then he finds something else that's like oh wait Mm -hmm. here's a way to justify that it's not paranormal and what i really enjoy about these movies is Mm -hmm. how in most of the movie you really don't know what's going on yeah like there's a lot of details that you're missing and whatnot Mm -hmm. that you are supposed to miss and you're not supposed to know everything but then the detective comes and and explains everything to you and all of a sudden everything makes so much sense Mm -hmm. and you're like can we stop this movie and just go back a couple of seconds and right. and just hear that again? Because that mm-hmm. was absolutely incredible. I feel like that was it for a lot of this movie as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what you were mentioning at the beginning, eh, no, from the beginning, mm-hmm. you, you just mentioned about him explaining how it couldn't be paranormal. He did that at the very beginning of the movie when mm-hmm. he first got to the palazzo. Eh, we had this um, medium person they came to do a science seance Mm -hmm. and and he explained everything and Mm -hmm. it was just so amazing um but it's those like little silly moments that become really interesting for people that just don't deal with any of that at all yeah because it's like borderline crime but Mm -hmm. it's also i don't know i i really liked it i enjoyed the movie yeah um i definitely i mean agatha christie is a fantastic writer Mm -hmm. so obviously have you read any of her books? No, but I just know that she's amazing. Yeah. Um, but um, I know that like in other movies, you're able to like pinpoint who the killer is. Yeah. Um, Death on the Nile for sure. Was Death on the Nile, you would like try to pinpoint one of those. But I think what made this one a little bit different is because is because you didn't know if there was something paranormal happening or not. Um, it was always the feeling like it could just be no one. It, yeah, like it could just be what it looks like or it could have been a murder um and the reveal at the end while i'm not necessarily super shocked at who it was Mm -hmm. i'm shocked at the method of which it happened which was insane yeah like the the little the little pinpoints about how the girl who everybody's doing the seance for actually died is is like crazy Mm -hmm. and there was nothing in there that made me believe or think that this is what happened because I initially just thought, oh, like someone just could have just tossed her out a window, or she oh, murdered, fell actually, or she f- actually fell, like how the police said. So it was just interesting, like realizing the full depth of the plot. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that a lot. And also to the filmmakers' favor, or I guess Agatha's the dr- the writer favor, mm-hmm. the place where it takes place. The place where, it, where the location, <laughs> the setting, the setting, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, Venice with the flooded streets and having to go by boat everywhere. Mm-hmm. In the that specific part of Venice, of the house that makes it so that every you don't quite know mm-hmm. where the rooms are, <laughs> so anyone could pop out of anywhere and creepy basements and whatnot. Because if it's this took place cool. in in say New York City, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't have the same effect. And even yeah. if it, it took place in denial like the past movie Mm -hmm. it also still will not have the same effect i feel like every movie is so unique in that sense Mm -hmm. the previous one wasn't a boat then the one before that was on a train i think everything has so much reason as to why it's happening the way it's happening Mm -hmm. Uh, for example in this one they couldn't get out because there was a storm outside Mm -hmm. so there wouldn't be like the boat taxis going around and whatever 
and the police wouldn't come right away because of the storm as well. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of convenient. Kind of convenient, <laughs> but it makes so much sense. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. I see why it's done that way. Um, and it also just makes it so much spooky. I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of Edinburgh. Really? Uh, if Edinburgh was flooded. Mm. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, with the, with the architecture mm-hmm. and kind of like gloomy and, and cloudy. And... In case you don't know, Edinburgh is in Scotland. Yeah. And we never shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> but all in all, I feel like the location and the setting, really well done. Mm-hmm. Most of the movie takes place at nighttime. Yeah. Because the murder happens late at night and then the cops come in the morning. So mm-hmm. it, pretty much everything happens in the nighttime. But then there's also a really nice tie-in with uh, the beginning of the movie. One of the characters, extra characters, um, is asking Hercule for some help. And then towards the end, his whole mindset has changed. And, mm-hmm. and you actually get to see a little bit of that actual starting of a new case happening. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a nice tie-in to see mm-hmm. how the, the character arc also switched mm-hmm. uh, throughout the movie. Because supposedly he was retired and he was just there to to be convinced that right. this is paranormal and not just humankind. Mm-hmm. Shall we get into some reviews? Let's do it. Beautiful. Okay. First one I have is from Rolling Stone. Okay. Having already tackled two big Pierrot tales, Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile, Mm -hmm. the question was, which Christie mystery might he do next? The obvious choice would have been something like Evil Under the Sun or The Murder of Roger Ackroyd. Instead, Branagh and his co-writer Michael Green chose a slightly deeper cut in the back in the back catalog, a 1969 book called Halloween Party that finds Pierrot investigating the death of a young girl at a costume party. The title was then changed to A Haunting in Venice and relocated from England to the far more cinematic city of Endless Canals. So why stop there? They also changed the instigating murder, added a seance, introduced a whole new cast of characters, upped the horror aspect by apparent by th- roughly 300%, and came up with something that is more or less nothing like the source material. Mm. It's practically a new Christie story. We, um applaud the ambition so i guess i take back what i said apparently it's nothing like the book nothing like the book but i never read it so i guess i'm not surprised <laughs> and now this sleuth thing starts with brana dosing the usual whodunit template with a lot of fancy camera angles a good mm-hmm. deal of gothic atmosphere and a whole lot of jump scares every name from the cast plays up their parts from mousy to manic suspicious to very suspicious <laughs> yet not even the combination of old school murder mystery and hyped up haunted house shenanigans can give this puro excursion a pulse the actual mystery is why this feels so anemic and sluggish, even with some mm. heavy hitters doing their best attempt at Agatha Christie's archetypes. Put it this way. When you have Faye, Yao, and Riley in your ensemble, and you still can't generate any sense of snap, crackle, or pop, there's a serious problem. Haunting in Venice makes good use of its locale, with tons of tourist bathing shots of the city. It just doesn't know what to do with the tide injury formula it's got, or how to incorporate the tweaks to that formula in a way that jolts things to life. Even before the murder is revealed, you'll recognize the method in which the movie d- dispatches its victims. They, like us, were probably bored to death. Oh my goodness. They didn't like it. They didn't like they it They didn't like all. it. Who's this? Rolling Stone? Rolling Stone didn't like it. I mean, Rolling Stone does music. What do they know about Oh, movies? come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just really complicated to... I don't know if we reviewed Death on the Nile. We did. We, we might. Okay, we I did. we did. So you can go back to that. Mm-hmm. Thinking back at Death on the Nile, it was a mediocre movie. Mm-hmm. Fun, still. Like, a fun family movie for one time. Maybe put in the background 
or whatever it is. I mean, I don't know if a murder mystery is necessarily a family movie, but I, but I know it's what you like mean. It's more like a family-friendly murder mystery. <laughs> it's not Slightly. Like, Slightly. It's not like a, a serial killer documentary or something like mm-hmm. that. But that one was mediocre, and, and this one exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Because I already knew that the previous one wasn't, like, the end-all be-all. Mm-hmm. We also watched the other... Um, a detective, the Glass Onion. I don't remember his yeah. name. Yeah, Daniel Craig, writing. that actor. And also, kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. fun. All right, yeah, whatever. So a lot of these murder mysteries are always like the the who done it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's whatever. It's in the middle. This one, I feel like it gives it gives us it gave us a little bit more mm-hmm. than just the who done it and. And just the trying to figure out who it is. Mm. I mean, even Glass Onion is still had a little bit of unraveling and, and <laughs> a little bit of unraveling in Onion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one, I, I don't know. With the paranormal stuff in it, specifically mm-hmm. in October. I mean, it came out in September and whatever. Yeah. But I feel like there was a little bit more pizzazz to this one. I wouldn't hate it as much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why I don't know why they're as much of a hater. Yeah, maybe they um, really love the original book because they maybe. said I love the ambition. Mm-hmm. I have not read. I, I don't read. Period. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not read. Um. But I mean, it's interesting that they're changing it. I don't know if the book is dated. I don't know if it feels. Well, it was 1969. Yeah, but I don't know if it feels dated. Mm. In that sense, because Lord of the Rings doesn't feel dated to me, but mm. it's also really a little. Mm. But maybe, eh, That's eh, another thing for another time. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I will have to actually take a look at it. I don't imagine mm-hmm. it being super long. Eh. But I mean, I like what I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I liked all the characters. Yeah. I liked the cast that they brought in. I think there was some like really like fun moments mm-hmm. and also more scary moments. So I don't I don't think I was bored at all for like a single so moment either, in no. this film. Yeah. I don't know why they were bored. And most of the stuff I don't think I saw it coming. Yeah. Oh well. Let's maybe they the maybe one. they feel like they just know everything and that's why they didn't like it. I mean I it's know. the Rolling Stones. Who knows? This next one is from Marshable.com. His scares are all lobbed with a soft touch and an unspoken promise that our hero really has nothing to fear. Death is for the new characters, never mm. Piro. And in that, there's a deflation of the tension that might be stoked in horror. Perhaps proper scares might have helped keep this film from dragging. As it is, the mystery here is too easy to puzzle out, in part because Branagh hit some clues with the subtlety of a sledgehammer. If you wondered why a common household object gets a prolonged close-up, you're halfway to the answer. As such, the story begins to drag with Pierrot strolling from one austere room to the another, unearthing backstories and secrets, but missing one glaring element. Yes, for all my complaints, this is undoubtedly the best in this trilogy. Mm-hmm. Its settings feel more real than the foggy drop- backdrops of the murder or murder on the Orient Express. Its cast better grasps the material and the throwback tone than the ensemble from Death on the Nile. While I yearned for sharper scares, I appreciated the eerie atmosphere that Branagh wafts into the first act like a chilling fog. And though Faye feels an odd fit for the film, she is undoubtedly entertaining, especially as the pesky fly on the wall of the Prim Pierrot's process. Maybe I'm just dumb. Are we dumb? Are we dumb? We could be dumb. I didn't see it coming. I have my suspicions, Ugh. but I don't think I got it right. Like ever. I said, like I, I wasn't necessarily shocked at who it was. Yeah. I was just impressed by the manner of which it happened and for all the reasonings. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think that makes it bad. I liked the journey that I was and on, at this but point, a lot of other people didn't. At this point, I don't think whodunit movies are to test your detective abilities. Yeah. I think whodunit movies... I think people are overestimating the genre. <laughs> I think... I don't know what whodunit movies they're watching, mm-hmm. but the ones I'm watching is not for me to sit with pen and, um, pen and pencil. <laughs> a pen, pen and, and paper. <laughs> it's not what that's about. Yeah. It's not for me to become a detective. Let me just have some fun. Let me just watch the movie. Like, Which is like a little silly. I don't think it dragged for me. Maybe it our didn't. attention spans are different, okay? I don't know. I agree that it's the best in the trilogy. It is. Granted, well, we, we haven't seen, seen the first, seen the first one, one. So, but the best of the I two can probably like, agree already. But yeah. It's probably a little bit better. Because that one's set on a train. So. Train sounds fun, though. Mm-hmm. We saw, we watched, uh, it's not a whodunit, but we watched Bullet Train. That was a, oh, yeah. that was a well done train movie. That one was more fun, though. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I don't know why why there's 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 so stuff. much hate. I mean, I think yeah. Glass Onion, mm-hmm. I think Death of the Nile, all of those also got a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. And it might just be because the genre's overdone. <clears throat> I don't feel like it's that overdone. Well, they did it a lot before we were alive. Yeah, and so bringing it to a newer generation, it can feel a little. Maybe outdated. And in now, that sense. at least once or twice mm-hmm. a year, you see a new whodunit movie yeah. from these big storylines, mm-hmm. which I think it's all right because once or yeah. twice a year, you also get a big superhero movie, and once or twice a year, you get a big horror movie, and then a big romance movie, and a big and romance movie, and, and blah, 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 blah. I think it's just what happens. Murder mysteries should be fun, and I get if at some times <laughs> you were. You're not like a big fan of like going back and forth to interviewing different people. But I, I enjoyed found that, that a to lot. be fun. Yeah. I guess like it's Knives to out, each their own. I really enjoyed yeah. Knives Out. Knives Out was great. That also had a quicker pace though, it I did, feel like. It did. So specifically with the interviews, that's why I reminded yeah, me of it. Exactly. Like the 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 interviews were chopped up in such a way mm-hmm. where it was like engaging, where this one was very straightforward. You're sitting down in the room talking to them, then you move to the next room. So I understand yeah. if you want to criticize that point. But again, I didn't find that to be bad. I think it's characteristic of the genre. For sure. Um, in these particular movies, and that's why I like it. It fits. So. If you're watching a, a whodunit movie, don't expect top-notch It's okay lineup. if you figure it out. It's okay. Yeah. It's not boring if you yeah. figure it out, because then you still have to figure out how they do it and the whole intricate mm-hmm. and backstory of it and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we have any more reviews? That's it. I think I have one more thought, but I completely forgot it. Put it in post. (laughs) (laughs) Out of five, how would you give it? How would you rate it? 3.5. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? 3, 3.5 I think is fair. It was really fun, really enjoyable. Um, It wasn't like something I'm going to run over to rewatch. Yeah, but again, it's it's another like put it in the background movie. Yeah. It's just a fun movie. You're like, oh, remember that part? Yeah, there's there's nothing super <laughs> crazy. No. But it's it's fun. It's a fun time. It's a fun mystery. It's a fun paranormal mystery. Mm-hmm. That's all I want in a movie at the end of the day. Yeah. I will this one I will definitely say go watch it. Definitely. If you have not seen it, make your own opinions. Hundred <laughs> percent go watch it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like the opinions are completely I mean, not divided because most critics are hating it or whatever. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
but we really liked it. We we mm-hmm. say you should go watch it and have your own opinion about mm-hmm. it and, and try to enjoy it. You just know that, I mean, that I remember what I was gonna say. What were you gonna say? Who done it? Movies. What they said in Rolling Stones, they always have beautiful cinematography. That's true. Beautiful mm-hmm. angles, beautiful shots of everything. I mean, the shots of the city were amazing. Mm-hmm. And so if you love cinematography, Who Done It movies is where it's at. This one in particular yeah. is where it's oh, at. So gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, you can follow us at NCO- the podcast on Instagram. You can find us on TikTok at that film couple. You can also find us on YouTube at that film couple if you would like to watch the recording of this podcast. And we have vlogs and, and a couple other fun extra things in there. If you're watching on YouTube right now, you can also find us as NCOT exclamation mark on all podcast platforms. And you can find me on Instagram as sevi.mp4. And you can find me at caitlin.mp4. Thank you for being here one more week, and we'll see you in the next one. And, and cut! cut.